this is Steven Stanton, Captain Wilhoff talking on Star Wars The Clone Wars, and you're listening to a boring conversation anyway. Boring conversation anyway. This is Boring Conversation Anyway, a Star Wars podcast, brought to you by the guys at flyguy.net, dbsw.net, and youtube.com slash sithlord229. Boring Conversation Anyway is officially sponsored by bigbadtoystore.com. Thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out BigBadToys.com for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. Also sponsored by ChowronToys.com, the world's second biggest Lego store. All new and hard to find Lego. Hey and welcome to Boring Conversation Anyway 33. This is FlyGuy from FlyGuy.net and with me is Mr. Sithlord229. Hello there. Hello. I thought we'd lost you there for a second. You're singing again, sir. How are you doing? You must be I happy am. today, even though you're it's single. The it's the coffee. <laughs> it's illegal drugs. It's illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Sithlord229 and I are joined. We're so boring. People want to come on this show, which is just unbelievable. Two very uh, nice chaps from uh, jedinews.co.uk. Uh, Mr. Mr. Mark and Mr. James, who wants to go first and say hello. I'll let James go first. <laughs> Hello, it's James here. How are you all doing? <laughs> and Mark, yeah. <laughs> Hello. He said hello. Me. I'm happy. It's a Sunday morning. I've got a cup of tea. I'm perfectly happy. So, yes, very good. There you go. So, we're, we're all drugged up and on the call. Um, yeah. For those that don't know who Jedi News and you guys are, do you want to give a little background on just the site and a bit of brief history and stuff like that? Yeah, we um we started on May the 4th in 2007. Um, it was set up by me and a chap called Adam, Adam Lamping, who's now left, left the site to join the Imperials. And um, we, we, we basically set up the site. Sole purpose was to get UK news out to UK fans. So it was a site by, by the fans for the fans. There wasn't, there were a few sites out there, you know, like Lightsaber, which Mark joined us from, lightsaber focused predominantly on interviews and other bits and pieces and we just felt that there was a you know a real need for a general uk site that dealt with everything star wars so that's where we came from and it was amazing because we launched in may and then in july that year we had celebration europe and we decided uh to take a stand at celebration europe and it just all sort of snowballed from there and within a very very short period of time we've you know, became, uh, you know, number one in the UK and people were talking to us about everything and the relationships that I, because I used to work on um, on a site as news editor, a site called TPU. Oh, uh, the private universe. Uh, oh, I used to love that yes. site. Love that yeah. site. Yep. So, okay. So, yeah. So I came from there and um, I was the news editor there and I was there from probably about 2002. So I've, so I've been doing this for about 10 years now, awesome. but I just felt that, you know, that wasn't, the right place for me so jedi news was a site that i registered believe it or not in 2001 2002 and did nothing with it until <laughs> you know where we are today um and and, and yeah i mean you know it, it's just gone from strength to strength obviously private universe hasn't been around for over a year lightsabers uh, joined with us we've uh, we've um galactic empire network is now part of us as well and we've sort of you know amalgamated and we really are now the the only general star wars fan site in the uk and it's great you know we're in a great position we have uh, a lot of great followers and we really enjoy what we do excellent no well i, I used to live in the uk and as well so, sorry on you go well i was gonna say mark do you want to add anything to that 
what could I possibly add to that? Can I just <laughs> I say, say that when said can I, can I just say, when James says that Jedi News took a stand at Celebration Europe, it doesn't mean that they were hitting people with sticks. <laughs> they actually had a stand. So so just to clarify that. Yeah, um what James said pretty much really, you know, we've 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 worked really hard. We've all got slightly different backgrounds. Uh, as you say, James came from uh, private universe. I was running lightsaber since ninety nine and I was doing other sites before that little Star Trek sites, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so I was I was doing odds and sods, and like James says, my my sort of stuff was mainly the interviews and slightly more eclectic stuff. James is obviously a collecting expert. Uh, I do a lot of fanfic, and as you know, interviews and such. I've interviewed all sorts of people. Been very lucky. Some alive, some not here anymore. So you know, so there's there's a nice sort of um, library of stuff that when the two sites merged a couple of years ago, it was like James thing. says, it sort of brought it all into a, a nice one place. And uh, Jedi News is definitely home for me now. I absolutely love it. So, yeah, it's all very, very good. No, I'm, I'm really glad you guys are here. And I must admit, when I was uh, living in the UK, I just left in, 2000 and, in 2007, and Celebration Europe was just blowing me away. But there really was nothing out there. You're right in the UK. And the, the private universe was one of the, the sites that I, I just loved. It was the only one, really, that kind of appealed to sci-fi fans and that other franchise you mentioned too. And um, so no, good on you, you guys that you've uh, uh, taken that because it's for too long. I think when I was in the UK, it was, um, it was just always us based news. There was never anything really for the UK. So um, good on you for flying the UK flag and, Brett's in the house. There we go. Um, well, thank you for coming along and, um, and uh, joining us on this enemy. But look, we've got a pile of stuff as usual. We've, uh, we've got a general non-toy news section and you'll know some of these things and just add in bits and pieces if you guys have... Uh, in fact, I think you guys were, were doing some Kinect stuff a while recently and, and this is tying into that is Kinect on your smartphone. Have you seen this at all, anybody? Yes. Yeah, well, Mark and I have actually known about this for quite a while, but we haven't been able to scream and shout about it. We we actually got told about this at the Connect party launch, ah, which cool. was about two, 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 three weeks before Connect came out. So this was the middle of March. And <laughs> when we walked into the room, they, they had on display the uh, the Xbox, but they also had a white um, Lumia, Nokia Lumia 800. And suddenly I was like, uh <laughs> you know, so we turned it around thinking straight away, is, is this an R2-D2 phone? Are they going to put, you know, they're going to turn this into an R2 phone? And quickly found out that they weren't going to go down that route. But there was a Lumia app coming or, a, a, you know, Windows smartphone app coming for Windows. And, the you know, the I guess the original plan was, was to get this out before the game shipped. But obviously sure. they didn't. Um, and it was released very, very quietly this week. Yeah, it was. It was really a bit of it. And, well, I have to say, I mean, I think the app, when you look at it, it's, it's a gigantic ad, really. It's, there's nothing. I mean, I expected some form of movement recognition or some smartphone feature where you would tilt the phone or do something. And it just seems to be pretty much a big ad. So I don't know. Did you guys pretty get much. to play yeah. with it? Yeah. Or, yeah it's, no, no. It wasn't, it wasn't live because it wasn't finished. Oh, okay. uh, and, I think, and I think that was all part of the issue. So... I think it will evolve into something more. Yeah. Hopefully. That seems to be the way Hopefully. that they were, were talking about it, wasn't it? It seems that yeah. there's, it's another platform for them to sort of expand the, the Connect Star Wars brand as well, isn't it? So Exactly, yeah. exactly. There are, I think there'll be more to come. So watch yeah. this space on that one. Definitely. I think just given the smartphones and tilting and maneuvering and all the things they could do, it was like kind of wasted opportunity. But you're right, it's probably just phase one of a a larger kind of development for the phone. But yeah, looks good. Hey, look, Star Wars on your phone. That's a good thing. That's... Very how, much so. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing that was in the news recently, and a few screenshots apparently have leaked from another game that was out there, where somebody hacked in and had a look at it, was, I'm sure this is a big favourite for all of us out there, uh, Battlefront 3, Star Wars Battlefront 3. Sith Lord, you're not a, a console person, but did you ever get to play the, the games at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I'm not so much a gamer now, but years ago, when Battlefront, and back in the days of PS2, <laughs> um, so we're talking a long time now. Uh, I, I was quite a big gamer, and Battlefront 2 was like my favourite game. Uh, and I've been pining for Battlefront 3 for quite a while. So yeah, if this hits the shelves, I'm probably going to be buying it. Exactly, and it came with figures as well, which was always a good thing. But Mark, James, what about you guys? Did you Battlefront fans or? Oh yeah, Battlefront. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not, I'm not a massive gamer, not a big gamer at all. You know, I'm, um, I sort of dabble in these things, but. Yeah, Battlefront 1 was a lot of fun. Battlefront 2, I think they, they, they sacrificed a little bit of the graphical quality on Battlefront 2 so you could kind of open the game up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But to know, and obviously they did those ones on the PSP as well, didn't they? Um, Renegade Squadron and, and stuff right. like that, but which were, which were excellent for those small consoles. But um, yeah, to know that there was going to be a Battlefront 3 and then for it not to happen was kind of heartbreaking because I think I that would have been a bit, a bit cool. Gutting. What about you, James? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan, and I do think that we will see it at some point. Well, at least you know I'm hoping so. <laughs> the old Republic is doing incredibly well at the moment, so I'm hoping that we'll hear a reveal at a certain event in August. Oh, I wonder what that could be. Hmm. We'll have to hmm. hear. It. Hmm. Yes, very good. Your impersonation. We're having a tea party. <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of the interesting things, I think, that were on the uh, screenshots there were how the kind of gaming uh, has really merged with the Hasbro world as well. I mean, Hasbro makes movies. I just went to see one this week, Battleships. Pretty poor in my mind. But oh, fantastic I, film. Really? You th- yeah. Oh, saw it. Loved it. I just, the barf bag came out with the American patriotism at one point. I was like, oh, please, oh, no. Like, You've got to take that into account. You know that's going to happen. That's, oh, that's, 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 gonna be, that's not top of the script, isn't it? But I, I, thought, I didn't see I Michael B anywhere. So. Sorry. Oh, totally. Mayhem. <laughs> yeah. And I thought the visuals were fantastic, and and the acting was just what you. Re- I thought I really enjoyed it, but then again, I did leave my brain in the car because I didn't have room for brain and popcorn, so it was popcorn won the battle. But I really enjoyed the film. I really enjoyed the film. So it was good fun. I think you begin to realise it only dawned on me afterwards. I thought, hold on, this is based on Battleships, the Blumen game. This is like. <laughs> oh, I just uh, anyway, so very bizarre. But well, well, snaps out next year. So what's well, <laughs> snakes and ladders is coming soon. Too. <laughs> but uh, on the screenshots, <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool that one of them is the Hoth scenario, and it's basically saying in the morning of the Imperial assault, the Rebel base in Hoth, the wreckage of a down Victory class star destroyer, blah 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 blah. And then what you see is a speeder bike blasting out across this with one of those Hasbro kind of modified Baker Scouts and snowtroopers. And it was just interesting to see the way that. <laughs> They've kind of merged, if this game is to arrive, maybe at this uh, future event, this tea party, that um, how the kind of games and the visuals and the toys could probably be a big, big part of this. So uh, it would be good to see some Hasbro kind of uh, participation, and I'm sure they will. But, but, uh, Brand yes. synergy. Brand synergy. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Marketing is, is also the key word. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, interesting stuff. And it was on the, if you've got a copy of Operation Raccoon City, uh, apparently it's hidden in the game. So um, 
Mm. Yes. Mm, indeed, more Yoda thoughts. But uh, it, it's again the thing that gets me is um, Lucasfilm have denied that this is uh, coming out, and it's just I, I know they've got to wait for the release date, but it's uh, it's this. No, no, we're not bringing it out, and then you see screenshots and ah, fun and games. Anyway, enough games. I mean, uh, I, I, oh, go for. I don't know if you guys. I was, I was going to say I don't know if you guys remember, but in back in the early days of. Uh, first versions of office and excel there was hidden flight simulators in there and all different sort of things yeah so you know who knows exactly exactly something star wars with (laughs) star wars with ponies was something we were talking about before the show uh, started here and um you i should have recorded it because it was amongst some of the most terrible jokes that we just made um the dark side of the horse jedi news guys take it away because you posted it Well, what can you, there's two universes that have waited to clash ever since the dawn of time, and clearly it's Star Wars and ponies. And somebody has brought together Star Wars and ponies to make Star Wars with ponies, which is fantastic because ponies are just awesome, and Star Wars is awesome. It's the it's the, oh, really this isn't it? Ponies think, in the Clone Wars. It's got to happen. Cut me Mark. off before I keep going, please. Uh, yeah, well, I was going to say, Mark, we know the two people behind this, don't we? Well, yes, yes. Should we, should we tell everyone, or? Well, you you can if you want, because I, I I fear for my life if I give this name away. Okay. Well, basically, there are two people that we know exceptionally well in the uh, UK Star Wars uh, universe. Uh, one is uh, somebody called Chloe, and she's a, she's a lovely, lovely person who is getting married to somebody that I'm sure you guys know. And he is, uh, you know. You know what? What he doesn't know about Palatoy is, uh, you know. <laughs> I don't think there isn't. I don't think there isn't. Any, I don't think there is anything that he doesn't know about Palatoy. But anyway, um, he's always had a fascination with My Little Pony, as has his uh, fiance Chloe. And um, if you go to his store or if you ever see him at any shows, he's known for having Star Wars and My Little Pony merchandise on the same stand. So oh I have a God. sneaky suspicion <laughs> that this could be him. Yeah, I wouldn't hmm. argue with that. What 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 Dave doesn't know about ponies isn't worth knowing. <laughs> well, as you can, it's a logical fit, as you can see. Really, uh, you know, um, uh, what ponies and stuff. Anyway, that's. Uh, <laughs> Here's the thought, my... you know, Dave. Dave was very well known. You mentioned Celebration Europe earlier. Dave did the Star Wars um, Palatoy vintage. Uh, exhibition at, Pal- at Celebration Europe. That was Dave was behind that. I've got a sneaky feeling that if ever we see a Celebration Europe two, we're going to see a Star Wars pony vintage collection. Um, oh it's, it's clearly happened in an alternative universe. So, and I think Dave's probably the guy that's going to bring it to the public. Okay. You could just and see the spin-offs. Around, uh, yeah, and Mark's going to be going around with a bucket, shoveling up all the uh, manure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, closely following him behind with the shovel. Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm just saying we can we can see the uh, the sequels and the follow ups and the horse unleashed and uh, you know it can oh. just it could go on and on and on and <laughs> dear, dear, no Return um, of the pony. Return of the pony. <laughs> yep, it's going to go on all, all day. This I think, but uh, look, it's yes. a really cool animation and some really good work and uh, uh, well done to them because it really caught my eye. And I think the two the 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 marriage of ponies in Star Wars is not one that happens too often. I have to say, but. But there we go. There was a pony in uh, Caravan of Courage. Let's not forget there was a pony in Caravan of Courage. So it has happened before. There was a precedent. And if you <laughs> and if you Google some images of Star Wars and ponies, you will actually see some My Little Ponies dressed up as Slave Leia 
and right. um, a couple of others. And we uh, we actually reported on those in Jedi News a few years ago, if you remember, mm-hmm. Mark. Um, so those images are out there already. So um, and and you know, I believe uh, My Little Ponies is owned by Hasbro, and Hasbro has the rights to Star Wars. So <clears throat> make it so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mixing franchises there, James. <laughs> Why not? I was going to say just be uh, before the... you before you said Star Wars. I'll be on the phone to Priest before. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say just put your Google Safe search on if you uh, search for Star Wars and horses or ponies. It may be advisable. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So uh, yes, an interesting subject. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly along before more manure jokes arrive, um, Steve Macht is a, a very famous guy for making a documentary about Star Wars, The Force Among Us. I'm sure we all know him, or if you've listened to the show or followed any of the sites that are on this podcast today, you'll know all about him. And um, he's off to make some more movies, but he's got a nice little uh, photographic album that's popped up on his page. There's a slave layer there in metal bikini if you want to tease yourself onto the page to have a look. But it was just some really interesting shots. And the one that caught my eye is where he's reenacting some scenes and trying to get the angles from Return of the Jedi uh, where R2 and 3PO are in the desert. And he's used a couple of uh, figures to pose in there. And it just looks really good. So uh, if you get a chance, have a look. But uh, I take it you guys know Steve Mack. You probably met him at a few conventions that you've been at. Or... I have. Yes, yes, go. I have, and um, I'm hoping, <laughs> fingers crossed, to be able to hook up with him at some point for The Force Among Us 2, so uh, we're trying to see whether our schedule, schedules can match somewhere along the way, um, and if we can, that would be awesome, but yeah, the, I've seen the picture of the R2 and the uh, 3PO uh, in the desert, and he's used um, the old 12-inch Kenner figures to do that, which, mm. and it looks really, really cool. It does, just even the pictures of Death Valley alone, it's just like, wow, Star Wars yeah. was filmed there. It's really cool. So, uh, do you know when his uh, intended release date for the sequel is? Or I've I've heard various things, but I I think he'd like to have it ready for celebration. I think that seems to be. Of his course, goal, that makes which sense. makes a lot of sense. The tea, party. Lot of sense. Yes. the tea party. The tea party. The tea party. Yes. <laughs> you guys okay. going to tea party? Um, I'm not, Mister Sith Lord. No, unfortunately, not. Ooh. Funds won't allow. Would love to, but maybe next year. Okay, that's a shame. I think we talked about this. (laughs) We talked about this before a couple of times, and um, it was on the cards for me. I was going to go this year, but I think you know, Celebration Europe was just stunning. It was such a great time for me. I think there's part of me that's always like, it'll never live up to that. I don't quite know. I mean, I heard mixed things from the last celebration, and I don't know. Have you guys been to more than one celebration? You've been to a few. I've been to a few and they are great fun and it's for me it's an amazing time to get together with you know the friends that you only ever see every couple of years true you know, true. and and it, it's just an amazing period of time and you don't yeah. get any sleep everything is you know sent you know it's 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 just great um and I'm really really looking forward to this year this year there's some amazing amazing things planned um, and I know some of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes and I know what, you know, with the collector's gifts and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and hopefully all of that will be start to be revealed at StarWars.com very, very shortly. But it's going to be an amazing, amazing show. There's some great stuff that's uh, been planned for this. And, um, yeah, we're going to be involved as well. So it's uh, it's all looking good. Very good. Another documentary filmmaker is uh, uh, making a movie, and it's called Plastic Galaxy. This is something I think we all posted, uh, quite an exciting-looking trailer, which flew around Facebook last week. Um, 
This is something that's a Kickstarter project. If you don't know what that is, that's basically where you can donate money to uh, whatever the fund or the, the, the type of the project may be. And you can actually become basically a partner in this uh, this item. So this is coming to DVD in August 2012. Everything's going towards this tea party, man. Everything. And, um, study that. It really is. Yeah. I know. I uh, wonder why that's that marketing uh, uh, kind of sinking altogether. But um, this is a great looking trailer. I take it you guys all watched it. And Seth Lord, yep. Yep. did you watch it? Yep. We've all yep. watched it. Stunning looking. Fantastic stuff. So thanks to all the fanboys. Hot and excited. Is, uh, it, it takes us all back to... Your childhood, we're all uh, relatively vintage, vintage on this podcast today, I would say, apart from you, Sith Lord. But yes. um, it yes. uh, but it shows uh, a brand new documentary just showing nothing but uh, awesome looking figures and variations from the past, rocket firing Boba Fett's and carded versions of the figures. Rather cool. So Brian Stillman Vin- is the man behind it. Go for it. I was going to say vin- vintage action pig, uh, sorry, vintage action figure porn. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly. Like, That's what it is. Last night. That's what you were watching last night, wasn't it, Steve? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. Well, yeah, we'll stick with that story. <laughs> you need to check Saturday Steve's nights. Space You've got to go out on Saturday nights. Yeah. You can't be sitting at home watching porn unless it's, unless it's to do with action figures. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is a legal form of porn. And a very clean one. I too. love. The, I was gonna say I love the early bird gets the t-shirt. Uh, um, if people don't know, people can still back this project for um, another couple of weeks. And That's if you right. pledge, right. um, I think it's 25 bucks or 45 bucks, then you get a copy of the film and you can choose from one of three designs of the T-shirts. And there's three different T-shirts. One says these are the droids you're looking for. Uh, it's got a picture of um, R4-D4 and a couple of other droids, the gonk droid and stuff. The other one is uh, a picture of the rocking firing FET with a big sort of like no entry sign on it. Somebody's pushing back and then at the bottom it says I blame BSG, which is quite funny. <laughs> um, and the one that I like the, uh, the most is uh, um, it's like a silhouette image of the early bird pack from 1978. And it says the early bird gets the and then a picture of that. So uh, that's the one I went for and it looks really cool. Well, Sith Lord, you've just posted a link in the, the show notes for us as well, which you're telling us that not only uh, is there uh, Plastic Galaxy, Plastic Tatooine? Do you know more about this? Tatooine. Oh, yeah. you posted this through the week. This is brilliant. Love yes. it. Go for it. You, you t- talk, tell us about it. Um, I don't know too much about it. Um, it was just the imagery that really caught my eye. But um, yeah. obviously, if you've checked out my blog um, in the past, then you'll know that primarily it's sort of an artwork, designy, arts and crafts sort of thing. Um and I found, and I, and I just absolutely troll the web, just looking for the like the coolest Star Wars artwork and crafts and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I found this, yeah, it's called Plasticine Tatooine um, stories from the Star Wars second string, and it's by a guy known as Elliot Quince. Um, and from what I gather, it's a book. Um, but rather than being sort of a standard book, it's I think, I'm assuming it's photography because how they're going to fit plasticine models into a book, I'm not quite sure. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, it's basically the. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's basically the the story of some of the lesser known characters in the Star Wars universe, and it's sort of telling the story from their point of view, and um, you know, sort of explaining how how angry that they were that they weren't featured throughout the film and. And the, some of the artwork that's in this book just looks absolutely fantastic. And as I said, I posted a, an image of it on, on my blog um, just yesterday. 
and they're absolutely brilliant. If you go over to plasticinetatooine.com, um, there's just some fantastic stuff in there, and the book looks really good, and I'm actually contemplating buying it. It just looks really, really cool. It's stunning. It's only $4.99. I love the... Really? That's a yeah, bargain. It's uh, sorry, it's four ninety five, and he will even sign the first 50. I'm just having a look at it now. Uh, weighing in wow. 32, 32 full-color pages, Plasticine Tatooine is the ideal pocket-sized paperback for anybody who likes both Star Wars and Plasticine. Don't just take my word for it, though. Here's what some satisfied customers have already said. Really nice. It looks really good, actually. It does. It does. I love. I thought, they, I thought they were buns at first because I just found this on Google Images and I was like, <laughs> "Look, Star Wars cakes," and then I clicked it and I was like, "Oh, it's plasticine." And then the I was like, with "Wow, you. these are really good." But they, like the the like the handiwork that's gone into these is just really, really good and they're really detailed. It's really cool. They really. Are. I know somebody I that will want this. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, yeah, right. We all know who that will yeah. be. But um, I love Ponda Baba. The uh, uh, the appendage under his chin is. Hmm. <laughs> I shall see no more. Uh, yeah. Go onto the website and have a look. That's yeah, but it's fantastic. R five D four is amazing. What oh, such talent? That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And only four ninety five. I think I'll be getting yep. one of these too. Very cool. Mm, very very cool. Um, just before we go on to a brief little sponsor slot, James, you uh, we were talking just before the call. There's um, there's another podcast out there which. Shall I say, just came to a rather abrupt halt, and um, and I, left, I listened to the last episode and I thought, what the hell's going on? And, and the two people, yourself and Mr. Dan Carter, were very kind of like you knew something, but you couldn't say something. And um, I'm calling it Carter James Gate, but um, you said you'd give us some gossip, so gossip away. Um, okay, well, I don't know whether you guys have heard the August, uh, sorry, the April first Swan Show. <laughs> Not as yet. Not as yet. Okay, well, you ought to listen to that because um, normally well, you hear uh, Mar- Marjorie and Arnie uh, hosting the show, but they had two very special guests hosting that that week's show, um, and Dan and I sort of took over the show for a week, which was which was great fun, and uh, want to say real big thank you to them for letting us do that. So we we basically did a mixture of their show and our show for the April first show, and uh, we got a lot of really really good uh, positive feedback from that. So uh, thank you to everybody for that. The good news is is that um, you haven't heard the end of uh, the Curto Burns show, and we will be back um, in May. So uh, listen out for that. We've got some great guests lined up for our first show, including a couple of people that will surprise. Um, but yeah, we just want to to say that you know it's been a very very difficult, hard few months. Um, you know, especially with Dan losing his father. Over, over the Christmas period as well yeah, sure. and um, you know we had a lot of it was it's been a very very difficult period um, but you know huge thank you to everybody for all their help and support and um, we will be back and um, we've got some we've got really really exciting announcements coming about celebration and how we're going to be back in terms of celebration as well which is going to be uh, pretty damn cool and um, yeah we'll, we'll we'll be making some some positive announcements very, very soon. Very, very, very soon. soon. Um, Get your teeth in. But yeah, it's, 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 it's all positive. Um, it's a shame that, you know, things ended the way that they did. I just want to make it perfectly clear as well. And I, I know I said this at, at the end of the, at the end of our last show, um, it wasn't our choice in terms of what happened. And 
Jimmy and Jason have been nothing but supportive and supportive in 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 everything that we we do. That's Jimmy and Jason from from the Force Cast. Yeah, they're an awesome bunch. And of guys. Um, yeah, and you know, if things had been different, you know, that they very much would like us to have uh, continued the show. So uh, I just want to call out to them and say a huge thank you to those guys. And um, mm. you know, so yeah, there's lots of rumors going out there, and people think that they were the ones that got rid of us, but they weren't. So I just want to make that clear. And, um, you know, we've got a lot of respect for them and a lot of time for them. And, um, yeah, who knows what the future will hold, but uh, you, you definitely haven't heard the end of us or the end so, of the show. So, so no more, I mean, I guess you guys don't know, but, I, well, you probably do, but um, considering there's the um, the Force cast uh, and if they ended the Collector cast, um, they're about to start another one or any idea? Um from what we've been told probably not but who knows who kind knows we didn't necessarily yeah we didn't necessarily see this coming either um oh, well. there's been you know there's been some politics going on you know behind the scenes as there always are with these things um sure. and it's just a real shame because you know people enjoyed what we did um uh, we had uh, you know a fairly good following and people loved hearing what steve had to say each month as well and um, one thing that I will confirm is that our new show will will feature Steve Sansweet every month as well. So there uh, you go. Really, so there's there's a, a little bit. You know, Steve is uh, very much a good friend. And uh, again, thank you to him for all of his support. And as you know, and you know, people have known now for a few weeks, Dan has been working very hard with Steve on a brand new book. Yeah, uh, which is coming out uh, on October the seventeenth, and it's and uh, a new action figure book. And that is pure um, porn. That, <laughs> that is, is definitely – that is pure porn. <laughs> uh, it it's an amazing, it. amazing book. And it's also um, uh, Paul Harrison from Jedi Temple Archives has also recently yeah, been involved yes, in, in in the project too, which is fantastic. Um, and what I will say to people, if, if people want to buy that book and they want to pre-order it now – uh, they can go to Jedi News, pre-order it through Jedi News because what we've done is is any affiliate money that we earn from the purchase of from from anybody buying that book through Amazon.co.uk, we will give all of that money to Rancho Obi Wan, which is now a charity. So um, it's a, you know it's a nice. great way of helping out Rancho Obi Wan, which I think you know Steve and Anne and everybody there would hugely appreciate. So if you want to do that and you want to pre-order this amazing book, it's Star Wars: The Ultimate Action Figure Collection book. It's coming out October the 17th, and um, I'm sure you'll be seeing seeing it. Um, and um, at the tea party. being able to at the tea party, yes, very, very much. So uh, it looks great. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to tell every, you know, to tell people more about the book, but I'm not allowed. So. Oh, okay. well, it's if it's Steve Sansweet and if you've read any of his other books, uh, they're pretty awesome. That's a fact. So and look, it's Star Wars and it's toys. What more do you need? Quite frankly, it's uh, exactly. yeah. It's uh, yeah. I think it's on most of our uh, pre-list uh, orders or, or about to be ordered. That's for sure. Look, we'll take a little tiny little break here. Just a quick call out to the very nice chappies at ChowdenToys.com, the world's second biggest Lego shop. One of this month's freebies, and there's two. One of them is if you spend over 35 bucks, which again is really not hard when it comes down to Lego, you can get uh, a Star Wars minifigure keychain of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Absolutely free. All you got to do is spend your $35 on Lego, buy a cool set that you like. When you're at the checkout, type in flyguy.net. 852351 that's flyguy.net 852351 and you will get a free little Obi-Wan from the Clone Wars we'll put this in the show notes so you can pick that up there but um, 
Great site to get along to, worldwide shipping and US Lego prices, which definitely can make a big difference. Uh, here in Australia, Lego is very expensive, so a great way to save some money. You guys getting Lego in the UK, what was the prices like for you over there? Good, bad, high, extortionate it's compared to the US? very expensive. It's yeah, very, yeah. very expensive. I mean, Lego is one of my... Uh, one of my little passions, uh, I love the little bricks, especially uh, <laughs> in the middle of the night when I'm going into my kids' rooms and stamping all over them. Stand on them. Um, no, yeah, that really hurts. Um, I love Lego. I absolutely love it. But it is, you know, it's pound for dollar over here, which is crazy. So nice. if a set's eleven ninety nine in the States, it's eleven ninety nine pounds over here. So, yeah, yeah. a bit frustrating. Um, people should know that on May the 4th and May the 5th, if you buy £50 worth of Lego at the Lego stores or at lego.com, you will get, while stocks last, a brand new, exclusive, shiny TC14 minifigure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can even choose, uh, I think it's the Hulk if you spend uh, on Super that's, Lego as well. Yeah, that's later on in the month. I think that starts from the 16th of May through to the 31st. My Lego geek is coming out. <laughs> Lego freebies. The yes, only problem Lego is now freebies. I bought all the Lego this year. Damn it. Now I have to find something else. Never mind. <laughs> um, other toy stuff uh, that we discuss, or we were about to discuss, is um, Sideshow. I've had a couple of announcements coming up uh, in the last couple of weeks. One of them which was really widely communicated, uh, which I think we all saw, no doubt, and posted. Commander Neo. Who's <laughs> getting this one? <laughs> Hands up. Who's, who's Sideshow fancy? I know you're a fan. Mark and James, are you Sideshow fans yourselves? Are you more three-and-a-half-inch figures? For me, it's three-and-three-quarter-inch figures. Um, There are some of the Sideshow six-scale stuff that I have, but it's not my – I wouldn't say it's not my cup of tea. I do like some of it, and I do have some of it. I prefer their uh, premium stuff, which is uh, one-quarter scale. I don't Mm. know. For me, these – when I grow, you know, when I was growing up, for me it was either Action Men or Star Wars. So these don't do an awful lot for me, but um, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. You're giving your your age away there, James, when you see Action Man. I know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. exactly. So, you know, for me, these are um, how can I put it without being without upsetting everybody? They're sort of like glorified dolls. <laughs> I'm going to get Ooh. shot. Um, they're not dolls, they're action figures. <laughs> figures, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, there's just something there that um, I, I, I do get it, but I, I don't. Does that sort of make sense? Um, I think it's, since... I think I, 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 think I know what you mean. You know, I me, think when you look... Go on. Go for it, Jim. Well, I was going to say, you know, in terms of three and three quarter inch, that was what I was brought up on, and that was, yeah, you know, true, sort true. of like the mainstay um an action man was there and you know he was pretty much the same apart from his outfits um <laughs> and the got- thing that sort of frustrates me a little bit about the sideshow stuff is in you know when when these figures first came out and they were you know 30 40 pounds a piece i could sort of go with that now they're you know 100 pounds a piece some of them and i can't sort of justify that sort of money on one figure I'll stop you then. I'll ask you. Go on. Well, I'll stop you and ask you a question. Did you buy the Lego Millennium Falcon, sir? I did. (laughs) And it was over a hundred pounds, was it not? It depends which one you're talking about. I've got the big UCS one. (laughs) The big is that was a lot more than a hundred (laughs) pounds. That was a lot, lot more than a hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You're quite right. They are blooming expensive, that's for sure. But 
I think that for years they, they were vet to I absolutely agree with you, James. For years they were. Um, I used to look at the figures of, of the human faces, look and hand, and just think these are dolls. These are horrible. But um, I think with the clones and when the Hot Toys kind of partnership really began to weld in together, the the quality I thought has just gone through the roof. Um, yeah. Anyway, but that, that's my take on it. But Mark, what what about you? Are you sideshow or what do you think? No, I'm not a big I'm not a big figure collector. This is heresy to say this on oh, a show wow. like this, isn't it? I should be well, up on get off the call. No, <laughs> Back in the day, you know, James saying about Action Man, I, I had to smile because you know I was exactly the same. For me, it was it was all Action Man and Tonka toys, and then Star Wars came out, and that was it. Um, until obviously they stopped, and then you know puberty hit. But you know, yeah, I think, I think looking looking at these, I mean, I do like the Nao figure, um, but I know exactly what James is saying. Um, far more of an expert on this subject than I am, but uh, yeah, I've got a few bits and bobs, but I've got to be honest, I'm not a huge, huge, uh, you know, uh, the larger figures. I'm not a massive collector of those. There's the odd one that you see that you think oh, I really would like that one, but but uh, for what it is, it's a gorgeous looking figure. In fact, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, has got the. Uh, um, the uh, shock trooper, the helmet, the full size scale helmet oh, that he used wow. to walk nice. around at work wearing and annoy the boss. Which, was <laughs> and I actually have the cookie jar with the same helmet, so that's that's pretty cool. But, but um, yeah, and you yeah, you wear the I, cookie I, jar walking around it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's only you didn't have the rest of the outfit to go with it, so you know, pants and socks just don't match. But there you go. So but, Steve, yeah, if, <laughs> Steve, I was going to say if you if you just didn't buy six of these this year. You could actually afford to come to celebration. I could, <laughs> but the the side it's the, it's, the tea party. It, bit, yeah, it's the it's the dark side. I can't resist it. How many have you got? I've, um, too many. <laughs> I mean, I've got about fifteen, twenty yep. of them. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I've you know sort That's of chosen. Lot. Yeah, I mean, I've sort of chosen the core character. They've done. They must be coming up to their. I would say probably the 75th figure now in this line. They've got a lot more to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they leaked a list, I think it was. Uh, when was that? Uh, we've got a, a link there on the, the uh, underneath the kind of related stuff. But still to come, Yoda, a snow trooper, a scout trooper, uh, Django Fett, Boba Fett. We know we've seen Boba Fett, C-3PO R2. And that's not the Medicon ones. This is the Sideshow Hot Toy stuff. Yep. Tuscan Raider we've seen, IG-80 we've seen, Gree we've seen, Bly we've seen, Bacara we've seen? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Neo, Shadow Stormtrooper, General Grievous, and there's more. There's a Squidhead, Yakface, oh my god. We're going to be bankrupt. We're going to be bankrupt. There is, um, there is so many. There is so many. I mean, I love it when they do the, uh, the diorama. So I've got pretty much every piece from the Jabba's Palace diorama, which oh, nice. I absolutely love. Uh, Jabba's Palace is probably one of my favorite scenes from the original trilogy so uh that's you know very special but um yeah there are an awful lot <laughs> how do you manage the space with those things because i'd love them but i'm bursting at the seams at the best of times how long have you got <laughs> <laughs> um we've you, we've okay. well i was gonna say we've already had two extensions on the house uh, oh, mark mark will be testament to this and i have um we had a whole part of the house built that's called the x-wing you know rather than having a west wing and an east wing we decided to call it the x-wing because it sort of made sense (laughs) and um um, i'm trying to work things out at the moment in terms of displaying stuff and getting stuff um on display so um there's uh, a lot of talk at the moment whether i should uh, be opening 
all of my figures going back to the day. So um, that's an ongoing conversation mm-hmm. that I'm having with uh, some people. Mm. Therapy. Oh, so you're Therapist. a cardy. You're a cardy person. You keep them all. Cardy. No, it's worse than that. I'm I'm both. <laughs> so I've got yep. for, for almost every figure I've got two, but I've never opened the the second one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So strange. Uh, okay. So, so you've got two. So okay. So you've got one card that you keep pristine and one for. You it depends know. on the figure. Yeah. No, well, okay. the idea was to have loads of dioramas around the house, but I don't think my wife yeah, would appreciate yeah. that too much. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the diorama Lego Star, a... the Lego Death Star, and the Lego Star Destroyer in the living room look really good, you know. And I think yep, yeah, really, managed really to get away with that. television. Yeah. Yeah. Managed to get away with a few things. So. <laughs> Our, uh, poor girlfriends and wives, I don't know, and partners are just suffering in silence. But uh, mine doesn't suffer look, I, I think in silence. It... She wears a Princess Lara outfit. I've even got a, you know, she she will go to a fancy dress costume wearing a Princess Lara costume. And You're not saying which one. No, 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 just okay. The white, a new hope the white costume. White, okay. okay. But when she gets home, it comes up and it's just for you. Yeah, and it's I, a bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wish. But anyway, moving swiftly on. <laughs> moving swiftly on, or or, or moving Anston. swiftly back. Oh, nice, nice. That was a great yeah. scene. I loved that one. No, wait. So do I. Um, moving <laughs> swiftly back around, uh, staying on the same subject, Neil, but also uh, literally a couple of weeks ago, just quietly, randomly, I uh, was looking at Sideshow's blog, and there's a 50, not a 501st, an airborne trooper uh, on the page too. So uh, did you guys see that as well? Yeah. Yep. yep, a little side leak from them there, a little tease. They've done that before with a few figures. But um, so that's yet another one that's coming. So and looking pretty good as well. well not certainly go with you. Generally, the way that they work is that, is that they'll do a tease one week. Yeah. The following week they'll do the full reveal, and then the week after that that's they'll right. do the pre-order. So they've they've sort of got you going for three weeks. Um, Definitely. You know, in terms of wetting your appetite <laughs> and um, uh, you know, being able to uh, go to your parents and asking them to borrow some money. I don't know who I'm talking yeah. about. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think we, we go for it. No, go on. Oh, I was just going to say. Well, look, Sith Lord and I, I think, will be buying these. We're, we're sad addicts, I think. But uh, um, maybe you guys will pass these and save yourself some money for the tea party, which I think may be wise because it's yeah, a couple of hundred dollars nearly for each one at the moment. So, uh, and God knows what that is in pounds. So, do you have Expensive. to pay some money because you've, you've just actually inadvertently created a fantastic new word: sad addicts, sad addicts. You could get that in the dictionary. You could probably sell that, so that'll get you there. Tea Party and Sadics. There you go. We've got the title of the show already. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, On something that's a little bit cheaper, you guys actually posted it this week um, from Hasbro. Those uh, little cheap but uh, rather addictive little fighter pods. Um, I think you've got a list there, have you not? Yes, you do. one of my favourites. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was very very upset with the demise of galactic heroes um to the extent when i was told i was actually told about the demise of galactic heroes at celebration five uh, long before it was actually announced to the public and i was horrified really really horrified and i was i was i was told don't worry though we've got these amazing little figures coming out and you know they've got added articulation and you'll really love them and they were called the the jedi force figures and I, i have to say they just didn't do anything for me at all and when I saw these, I was like, wow, these are really cool. And um, I've managed to get everyone in Series 1. And there's roughly 130 coming out this year. So they plan to release three series a year 
And this is uh, the list of the 43 figures that are coming out in Series 2 in August. And there's some amazing figures there. You know, there's some mm. figures there that we've been waiting for. You know, Yonks, even Moff Tarkin's coming out, Grand Moff Tarkin's coming out. And they're just great fun on, you know, the kids are involved in it and we're, you know, we're collecting them and we're just having great fun with them. And they're just brilliant. They're really, really good fun. We're getting another Boba Fett <laughs> to go with the yes. two in Series 1. And uh, I love what it just says, Han Solo jacket. So you're just getting a jacket. That's all you're getting. <laughs> um, there's some interesting figures here. You're right, James. There's a few crackers that yeah. Hasbro really have taken forever to get around to. And yet, here we go in fighter pods. And Neo is looking particularly cool and the little Yoda too. So, yeah, I've this collected a few of these. Said. I must have... Yeah. This is what this they is said. What said. Go for it. Right, right from the beginning that they would try and throw out characters in 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 fighter pods that, that that fans really really want and they can do this a lot quicker here obviously there's no articulation there's no you know the molds yeah, are obviously yeah. a lot lot cheaper so they can push out the characters that fans really really want a lot lot quicker this way so definitely you know as well as ensuring that the core characters are always in every uh, series so i don't know it's it's interesting because they've been putting out if you go and buy the clone wars comic at the moment you can get a special um a bag with a uh, fighter pod in it and in there, there's a there's actually a, a poster, and the poster details all of the 48 that are in uh, series one. What's interesting though, um, and what I found is that for a limited time only. So I have a sneaky suspicion that series one will disappear, and series two will come out, and you won't be able to get the figures that are in series one uh, anymore. So well, it kind of makes sense, I guess. Or it eBay. Does. <laughs> uh, yeah, eBay, of course. But so, you know, if people want Series 1, I you know, strongly suggest to go and get these. They are amazingly cute. They do really, for me, they really, really hark back to what we have with Galactic Heroes in terms of, you know, the way they look, you know, their animation, their animated state. Um, and mm-hmm, I really, mm-hmm. really, really like them. I think they're absolutely fantastic. They're very well painted, I have to say, for such a small... Um, I figure we did a couple of reviews. I was literally blown away as I'm looking at these things, just the, the, the detail of the paintwork. We've seen some figures recently. I've had some clones, I think, in one of the, the vehicles recently. And it really was as if someone was having a mild stroke as they were painting on it. And it was just shocking, really bad. And yet at this tiny little scale, the paint was absolutely perfect. Yeah. So I, I don't know the factory or what they're doing, but it's um yeah, they're, they're cool little figures without a doubt. Look, something else that was on your website, I just picked it up just before the show, just uh, chucked it into the show notes, was um, from Entertainment Earth, you guys scooped up some news on Star Wars M&M's flashlights. Um, I haven't seen these in years. Um, I, I, did you have some before, any of you guys, or were you uh, fans of yeah, m and Star Wars? I had, I had a few of them back in the day, but it was when, I think it was when Revenge of the Sith came out, wasn't it, they first started doing That's the m right. That's right, it was the, the Empire, the, just without the, the E. Yeah, so they did. They did a cool. two packs, didn't they? It was like Amidala and That's right. Boba Fett and the Mall one and blah 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 blah. So yeah, I think it was. If I remember, there was, it was half a dozen packs, wasn't there? At least. Yep. Mm. Now I've got Jeez, all of those. Flashlight with. Co- These surprised Go, me sorry. though because I'm I'm guessing that there's going to be a campaign that ties in with this because exactly well could be the tea party <laughs> yeah but I mean ju- you know just to bring these out on their own just seems a little bit surprising. So um, hmm. I would be, you know, I'm thinking that we're going to get M&M's back as candy as well, um, in, well, in the States, because obviously all of the original M&M stuff, the Empire stuff, never... To see James? where this goes. Yeah. You, can you hear me? 
Yep, we just kind of dropped out there for a sec. Okay. In other words. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, M Ms. You do have them in the UK, though. No. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. So. Like uh, campaigns. Well. Yeah. <laughs> there's some other M M&M stuff on there as well. I just noticed that candy banks and stuff. So there's definitely some kind of promotion that mentions coming in May 2012. So that's before the tea party. So don't know quite what's going on there. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Good old M&M's. Um, uh, look, this is a subject that's been flying around across uh, all my reviews and probably across the entire web, quite frankly, recently. It has been articulation in Hasbro. Oh, boy. Um, things have just gone from bad to worse, it seems. We had, when Hasbro did the presentation last year, as you guys well know, I'm sure, uh, a couple of figures were missing from the uh, slide set, and we were promised them at uh, a later date, and they did arrive. But um, it showed these incredibly wooden figures, which had zero articulation, basically, going back to the old vintage vintage days. And it seems to have transpired across the company, maybe to do with Hasbro's profit warning that we read about. Who knows? But um, we're getting the situation now, even all the Clone Wars boss, Rex uh, and Wolf, have no articulation in the legs at all. So, look, just quick round table. I haven't had a chance to speak to you, Sith Lord, on this. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Questions? What do you think? Um, it probably doesn't bother me as much as it should. Um, I was speaking with um, Rory um, over on my Facebook page yesterday because um, I posted mm. a picture from Yakface um, about the Captain Rex figure um, saying how much, like, you know, people can complain all they want, but I like the figure, you know. For me, it's just going to sit on a shelf. Um, so as long as it moves yeah. above the waist, that's fine with me because it's just going to be it's just going to be standing there. So yeah, I'm 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 not going to start you know criticizing everyone else for thinking that it's rubbish because everyone's entitled to their own opinion. But for me, it doesn't it doesn't not bother me. Not such a big deal. No, no, not really. Fair enough. What, what about you, Mark? I know you're Artic- not a big huge collector, but articulation in figures. Um, yes. Uh, well, it depends on where you're coming from, really. I suppose, uh, you know, going back to when the first original figures came out and they were sort of, you know, shoulder joints, head turns left and right, legs moved, that's it. They were fine. They were the classic figures and that's what we grew up with and, and that's kind of what we love. You get forward to today and obviously watching Sith Lord's videos when he goes into great detail about what all the articulation points are, which I find fascinating because it's not something that I'm over overly familiar with. Sure. But sure. by the same token, you know, you, you think, well, I do remember back in mid '80s when they were releasing the what, what the Americans called GRJ, we called Action Force figures, and they started to have higher points of articulation back then. Um, uh, I used to work in a toy shop, so you know we used to see these things all the time, and the detail was far higher than the last range of the sort of Power of the Force, you know, Return of the Jedi figures were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It seemed like a big step up at that time. And yet they looked really clunky because they'd got the screws in the knees and they weren't coloured in and it just looked wrong. It didn't quite look right. And yet you get to now where, you know, the articulation so well hidden, you, you could pose a figure and, and look at it from a distance and think, well, that's clearly how it's supposed to be. And then walk out the room, walk back in and somebody's changed it and it's in an entirely different pose. So I suppose the flexibility yeah. is fantastic. But, but I do know that with that flexibility at some junctures, you lose things as well. So it's it sort of take from one hand and give to another sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I suppose technology is always going to keep moving on. You know, the detail is so much better on these figures now than it used to be. And, you know, the accuracy of the, of the paintwork that they do is so much better. So I don't know. I suppose 
it's like any big change, isn't it? At first, it's kind of like a work in progress until they perfect it, and then it's it's sod's law, isn't it? As soon as they perfect something, they come up with something new, so they've got to try that out as well. So, it's mm-hmm. uh, I guess like 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 uh, like Steve says, it's it's personal choice, really, isn't it? I guess it's true. What about you, James? Are you uh, for or against in the middle of the road? What do I, you think? I think we've been spoiled over the last few years. I think with the yeah. advent of the vintage line, I think you know everybody expects 14, 16 points of articulation on a figure, and that's not always possible um, in terms of cost. Uh, we know the price of fuel only too well has uh, shot through the roof. We know that there's been uh, redundancies made at Hasbro. We know that they're cutting back on the number of exclusives and other things that they're doing, and they, I think, they also are very much aware of the price point that these figures are now selling at, and. They don't want that to go up anymore because I think if it did go up any higher, then you, you know, you're going to get people just walking Correct. away from yep. the hobby yeah. completely. So I think there needs to be compromises made, and this is the you know this is obviously the way that they've decided to to do that. And you know, in terms of the the, the missing slide from Toy Fair, I was actually there for the Toy Fair presentation, and when we actually asked them about these six figures afterwards, they were just keeping shtum about them. I actually like these six figures in these two battle packs. I think it's a nice hark back to the uh, you know the original power of the four stays, and I think for what they are, take them for what they are. They're actually great figures, and I think it's nice that they're paying homage to the original vintage figures that we grew up with as kids. So I actually quite like that. Um, in terms of articulation, you know, to put articulation on every single figure. Um, in the way that we want it just isn't necessary. You know, you've heard Dan and I talk about numerous times how people moan that there isn't ankle articulation on every single figure and people are annoyed about that well why do you actually need it you don't actually need ankle articulation unless somebody's actually going to be sitting in a ship or riding a bike so you know you need to put everything into perspective yes we'd all love articulation and 16 points 14 points on every single figure is it realistic to do that in today's economy no it isn't so you know what it is what it is and for all these people that start screaming and shouting it's only a toy or a collectible, whichever way you want to look at it. But for me, it's it is a collectible, and yes, I'd like you know I'd love it to have as much articulation as we possibly can. But then if you look at a figure such as the uh, the recent Slave Leia, she for me she was ruined by the um, you know the amount of articulation that she had. It was a fantastic yeah. figure, but the you know that to me was overkill because it just it took away from the figure. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the uh, Slave Leia. Yes. Yeah, with a removable waist and the hips and the yeah the setting down kind of thing. Yeah. So for me, well, if you think about it, in some ways, I mean, yeah. So it's go for it. It's a balance. It's it really, really is a balance, and I think that's what they're trying to find. And you know, that's going to take them a year, eighteen months to do. So let's just give them a little bit of space while they do that. And you know, yeah, okay, a few figures are going to not be exactly what we want. But as we all know from uh, from from experience, it doesn't mean that that's going to be the final version of that figure. Yeah, we know. I think the, the thing which interests me the most is every time I've posted something up or a review uh, on our Facebook page, someone will immediately just come on and say, "Ah, oh, well, I'll just wait for Hasbro re-release when they come out next yeah. year in another battle pack with the same figure with a slight change." Everybody yeah. knows what they do, so it's it's the, incredibly the, well. It's the the sod's, sod's law dictates that you'll hold off buying a figure because it's got no articulation Correct. in the, in the hopes Correct. that a, a new one will come out and it'll be all hunky dory and move <laughs> around in every single position possible, and you'll wait and wait and one won't come out and then you'll think oh I'll just go and get the previous one and then, and then the previous one disappears and then you're stuck with no figure at all. So mm. 
just get the first one and have done with <laughs> exactly and I, I i completely agree you know you, you just have to go with it and you just have to accept it for what it is at the moment well, look, I think you've all made really interesting points there, and uh, I agree with pretty much all of you on a lot of it. I think my stance on it is uh, slightly different, but pretty much the same as you guys have said. Um, look, there has to be changes. We've talked about the uh, reduction in staff, the uh, uh, profit kind of warning for Hasbro as well. We, I think we get that, and we understand they've got to make changes. I think what, and I hear a lot of other people uh, the same mind as me as well, is in the middle of the Clone Wars line, which they've been running, we seem to have taken a bit of a dip. Um, now, it's fair enough, these, these three figures in the battle pack, uh, that's fine. I think that's fairly clear that uh, if you don't want to buy that pack, don't buy the pack. It's absolutely there. It's fine. It's a standalone battle pack. But there's so many people who, uh, and I'm trying to be nice here because I'm kind of one of them, were slightly obsessive compulsive about you know buying figures and keeping them carded and multiples of this and that, whatever it may be. And when you get the, you know, you'll hear the fury when, when numbers uh, go out of line in the uh, figure collection or you know the wave three of the, the vintage collection just disappears and never arrives to countries. It becomes very frustrating. And I think when they change it, they need to make a very clear change. Things like Discover the Force uh, priced here are $9.93, and that's fantastic. That's the price point that I would expect something to be pretty limited in articulation. But there are stores here that will charge us. uh, Literally, uh, in some cases, they want $24 for a vintage figure. And when you think about some of the US guys were getting them for $4 at one point, Uh, even an average price of $8, three times the price of a vintage figure, uh, we're not going to see it go in vintage, but I think what they need to do is set up a premium line and a non-articulated line because otherwise, like Boss, fantastic character, absolutely amazing. But I think what they've done there is I know a lot of people that they bought figures last year that were articulated and now they've just lost it. So that, that's that's my point on it anyway. But um, I think you were right, James. The last point is we've got to deal with it because it's, you know, we're not going to change it. But at least we've got an opinion. I think that's the important point. But uh Oh, articulation. The argument rages on, that's for sure. But, I mean, just, hey, if you just, want super... Go for I, it. I was, I was going to say, just answering one of your points about the Clone Wars, sure. I think the, the you know, Hasbro have been very, very surprised at the amount of criticism they've had levelled at them in terms of the Clone Wars because, you know, we've, for the last few years, you know, we've had a decent amount of figures and battle packs and other yeah. pieces come from the series. And obviously this year we're getting uh, a very, very slim down line because of uh, the episode one 3D release. And obviously, you know, with the with the prospect of uh, episode two coming in January next year, and, you know, who knows, even episode three coming next August, we, 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 they, they need to look at what the core fans want. And, it's been very, very interesting. Listen, you know, when I was sitting at, at, at Toy Fair and people were moaning, you know, pretty much all the fan sites were there and everyone was moaning at the lack of Clone Wars figures. And Hasbro was surprised because Hasbro thought that, you know, that's not necessarily where our our focus was as collectors. So I think that they they listened to that. And I, and I hope that next hmm. year we will see some more Clone Wars figures. Um, I'm really, really hoping so because there's, you know, there's some figures out there that really, really need to come back that were in yeah. incredibly short supply. I'm thinking of the Emperor and Ahsoka and you know some of those mm. that go for silly yeah. money now on eBay. And you know Hasbro are aware of that and they do constantly 
look at the eBay prices for various figures. So they are aware of that. And I think, you know, all credit to them for bringing back a case of figures this year that's pretty much all true, repacks true. that's got Gamorrean Guard and Wedge and some of the other hard-to-find figures from last year. So they are listening. Um, it just takes time for these things to happen. That's, that's yeah, the, you know, if right. somebody sets up, you know, whenever Hasbro are working on a plan, it's 18 months ahead. So, yeah. you know, they set up the factories, they set up everything for that. And I'm not defending them. I really, really don't want to come across that way. But if people understand the way the manufacturing works, you have to book those time slots in. So to just go in and suddenly say, well, actually, we're not doing that. We want to do this instead is virtually impossible because you've got to have the sculpts in place and the, the molds and everything else. So it will be very interesting to see what they announce for 2013 um, at yeah. the tea party in August and uh, <laughs> then again at uh, um, Toy Fair in uh, January and February. Yeah. January and February, yeah. Well, again, one other thing I think um, I, I'll, I'll lay a little bit of blame and it's not necessarily Hasbro's fault um, but it affects their sales greatly is the Clone Wars and Steve and I have uh, moaned about this uh, endlessly is you guys in the UK are just only getting season three, I think? Four. Season four? Four. Yeah, uh, we're just getting season four as well, well here in Australia, and it's just I think that that uh, disconnect uh, really affects. Now I know it's very hard to orchestrate that, but it's something I think makes a massive impact to uh, the toy industry. Now let's face it, this week we've pretty much seen around the web that everyone's getting the vintage figures or beginning to get them. In fact, Jedi Temples Archives I think said they've got the next wave of vintage figures, but yeah. they're pretty much beginning to come around at, at roughly the same time. But the Clone Wars TV show, I really, really think, needs to be on roughly the same time around the world, uh, in, in at least the core countries, the English-speaking countries anyway, and then backed up with those toys to help those sales because it's such a uh, disconnect um, that half the kids now don't even know that season four is going to start here because it's just been so quietly kept. But They don't know on that, all. folks? Yeah. They, yep. and they, so we said earlier, sorry, James, we said earlier about synergy, you know, and that's the most obvious example. Exactly. Exactly. Linking, you know, linking the dots that you can really possibly think of. I know there's there's other other things to take into account. You go beyond the toy industry and you go into the whole television industry, and companies might not want to pay the price that that Lucasfilm and Cartoon Network want to charge for it. Whatever you want, you know, there's there's different things at play there. But you'd think in in an ideal world, it's like the Heineken advert, isn't it? Everybody digs up the roads and the and the water guys come in, the gas guys come in, and the, you know the cable guys come in, and they all put the pipes down at the same time, and everything works perfectly, and everybody's happy. But it, obviously, it doesn't work like that clearly because season four of all the seasons of Clone Wars so far, you know, I, I mean, James had talked about this. I would imagine the guys at Hasbro, to some degree, must have been banging their heads on the table, thinking, well, we've got toys here, we want to roll out, and nobody's going to know so, what they are. You know, well, I'm 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 privy to some of this, so I I, I need to be careful what I say. But th- th- there's 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 been a huge huge frustration in the UK at the fact that for the first time ever it didn't air within a couple of weeks of the US, oh, and course, yeah. you know for the last two years we actually had the season finale before the US because we'd actually caught up and it aired you know a week or so before. So there's been a huge amount of frustration. Um, from everybody, licensees and uh, fans alike. I've got my own thoughts on it, and I, I, I part of me says that just give pe- you know just give somebody the show and let them air the show because the incremental sounds exactly. that you're going to get from from that are you know exponential. And I would like to, I would like to say that this year was a B 
blip in terms of the 3D release and trying to fit that in at the same time and everything else that was going on. But let's just see what happens for next year. I really, really hope they get things sorted yeah. out. And I really, really hope we see it in October uh, where we should be seeing it. Um, and f- for me, I would love to see it on the BBC or ITV. I'd love to see it on a yeah. on a, on a national TV te- station because that's where I think it deserves to be. It shouldn't be, no offence to Cartoon Network, it shouldn't be on a paid-per-view you know, mm. TV station because it's it's an amazing series that's grown and grown and grown and got better and better. And credit to Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni and his team. The show is amazing. And it's a shame that, you know, now, you know, the episodes are coming out pretty much every day and it's just going to be rushed out. And, yeah, you know, it loses definitely. the anticipation and everything else that goes with that. And it's 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 a huge shame. So. Yeah. And meanwhile, you go to StarWars.com and you see the season finale and all the villains and all the stories. What? Yes. <laughs> it's just, yes. Synergy, as Mark said, is something that needs to get working better with uh, with the Clone Wars. And look, I, I, I kind of slightly agree on what, one point where you see BBC and ITV or even like the ABC over here that shows it. Yes, I'd love to see it on those national channels. But more than anything, I want to see it online where you, where you can get it when you want to get it or pay for it, yeah. whatever you want to do, to well, stop people having to download it it's let me tell people or let me give people a hint because um i've alluded to this to a couple of people but i've never actually talked about it but i will there, there is a great piece of software that you can buy which costs uh, about 40 dollars oh and uh, 40, yeah, yeah 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 40 40 50 bucks it's called anonymizer and what yeah. what what anonymizer allows you to do it does allow you to go on starwars.com and it does allow you to watch the episode the day after that they were aired in the u.s legally and above board um, and that's how I've been watching season four, and it's it's meant that I've you know within 24 hours of it of it airing I can watch every episode, which has been fantastic, and I, I can go back and watch those episodes as well. And it's actually a really really good piece of software for browsing as well because it doesn't actually cache anything on your machine. Everything's cached on their servers, and their servers are continually flushed. So um, yes, it's Sith Lord. Uh, depending on what you what and how you were doing stuff last night, it might be a really really good piece of software for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I've just been watching it on uh, on YouTube, trying to find people who's uploaded it on YouTube. Probably I know, not the most, I know. That's... Probably not the most legit way of doing things, but it was, like I said, it was the only way that I was aware of it without, like, watching it on somewhere like MasterTunes and getting inundated with ads. Yeah, well, this yeah. way, yeah. at least, you know, at least you can watch it, um, you know, the way that Lucasfilm want you to watch it, which is, yeah. which is great. And I just felt, you know, for 40 quid a year, you know, I use it in business as well as well. So... It's a great investment, and it means that you can watch them within 24 hours, which is great. No, it's a, it's a good tip, and you're right, and it's a, uh, I guess it's still not quite legal. It's not what they want, but it's definitely, uh, uh, or maybe it is legal, I don't know. But the, the point is, it's. Um, I think what we're all feeling is, um, even as ex-UKers like me, the frustration is the uh, we're not invited to the party, and it kind of pisses yeah. a lot of us off, uh, and it's... Um, Yes, synergy is what Mark said. Get the synergy going, Lucasfilm and Clone Wars and Hasbro people, and uh, sort the fans around the world because they're very vocal. And yeah, you're, people are really pissed off with this as well. And it's, uh, I mean, we had to campaign over here. Good site, Mousetroid and I were, were some of the ones who moaned about this to ABC and sent letters and said, for goodness sake, stop putting on at three o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, they changed it. Put <laughs> on at seven p.m. So the good thing is we come home at night time and you can watch. Uh, you know, it's reruns of the, the Clone Wars just now, but. Every night there's a Clone Wars episode, and they're going to catch up like you guys on the uh, on season four. But that was a robust little be, discussion, should, chaps. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, it, should, it should be the case that you know for years now we've had 
Yeah, there's 500 episodes of The Simpsons out there, and eventually there's going to be you know a couple of <laughs> episodes of The Clone Wars out there. You know, and, and you can always turn the telly on anywhere, anytime, and either watch on the daytime an episode of The Simpsons or the nighttime an episode of Family Guy. I'm not comparing Clone Wars to Simpsons or The Family Guy, even though they've both got links with it. But obviously, but you know, it should be the case that eventually Clone Wars gets stripped, and then you can just start watching it wherever, whenever. It should be on. It should be a regular fixture on all television, really, shouldn't it? And it's Star Wars, yeah, for goodness sake. Of, you know, of all the brands, it's it's a, it's a gimme. It really is. I know, isn't it? It's just it's a no-brainer, really, quite honestly. But Well, I think we could devote an entire show to that subject. That was great. That was really interesting to hear you guys talk about that, too. So, um Cool. Okay, well, look, another quick, tiny little slot here. Uh, another sponsor of this podcast is the rather wonderful BigBadToyStore.com, who are, I think they sponsor you guys as well, but they're a, they're a jolly good bunch uh, all in, it has to be said. And their weekly newsletter has quite a few things that uh, are kind of getting me uh, tempted uh, to press the buy button. Um, one of them is uh, the Halo series figures, which are coming back out. There's some very cool stuff in Halo these days. The figures have only got better, it has to be said. And the prices are way cheaper than I can get them here. So um, I might be putting in a little order for some of those McFarlane figures they've got. Um, and the other one which really caught my eye, which I've seen a few places before, is the Captain Rex premium format figure. James, you mentioned you're a premium format fan. Have you got many of these? Have you? I don't have many. I have maybe half a dozen. Um, I'm really, really that's, looking that's forward to the. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the hand side of Carbonite, which is about to come out any nice, day, I believe. Nice, nice, nice. Um, that looks really, really, uh, really, really good. So I'm, I'm expecting that to arrive very, very soon. Um, I haven't actually got many from. No, I don't think I've got any from the Clone Wars actually, uh, or from the. Uh, I'm just trying to think. No, I don't have any from the prequel trilogy either. I don't know whether that's. Well, it's just the way it's worked out, but they are sure. really, really amazing figures. What about you, Mark? Are you get any of these at all? No, nope. I haven't. For my nope. eternal shame, and I feel less of a man for saying it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to be honest. No, I haven't. No. Uh, no worries. Settler, <laughs> have you got one of these? I can't remember whether you've got one of these or not. Nah, a premium I format. No, no. No, nah, nah, they're way too expensive for me. Way too yeah, expensive, yeah. and they're way too big as well. I just don't have the room for them. You know, I'm struggling to squeeze all the one six stuff into my cabinet, let alone one of these guys. So yeah, it's well, eighteen inches on the shelf. Thing. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's absolutely just, huge. Eat. Go for it. I'm going to backstep for a second, you know. I'm just looking on your on your on the list of figures on your on your fantastic site, and I think you know. I think I do actually have one. I do. <laughs> now, which one was it? Now, um, yes, I have got one. I can't tell you any more than that, but I have got one. There you go. Yeah, I, there I, you I go. feel much better now. You can carry on now. I've, 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 I've vindicated myself. There You've you go. got it. <laughs> See, shows well, how much I know, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a stonking looking figure anyway it really looks actually that they've taken the 12 inch rex because it's exactly the same in some ways but well mm. more inches six more inches and they've stuck him on a very cool base with a battle droid and he's just he's looking badass but um 18 inches he's not exactly uh, uh fighter pods cheap shall we say but um at 339 dollars uh, at least big bad toy store gave you 10 bucks off which is pretty good considering it's 10 dollars more expensive at sideshow but um some cool stuff they have and uh, head you will if you can to bigbadtoystore.com uh, some other bits and pieces and of course plenty of star wars figures 12-inch scale R2-D2 and uh, Clone Wars, all the uh, recent waves. If you haven't managed to pick them up, the uh, new Anakins and Obi-Wans and all that kind of stuff is there for you. 
Look, this is the part of the show where we normally just have a look at some reviews uh, of uh, Sith Lord and I and others around the web and things that we've bought recently. So it doesn't necessarily have to be reviews, but Sith, Mr. Sith, you've been you've been a busy boy and uh, been working. So what, what have you bought recently? Um, if you've not yet reviewed it, no, I haven't. I haven't got a chance to do a lot of reviews. As I said before, we started recording the show. The weather's just been awful, so lighting quality hasn't been its best. Um, but I've picked up a few bits and pieces recently. Um, I picked up a couple of the new Movie Heroes figures. You're probably going to hate me for this, but I picked up Jar Jar. Good on you. Yes. <laughs> that's the only one I. That's that's the only one so far I haven't been able to find. So it, it must mean that Jar Jar's flying off the shelves. Yeah, that's what I. He's thought, a good so figure. I've been able to find one. Yeah, he is. That's what I thought. So a lot of people have said, you know, oh, I can't stand Jar Jar. But I'm one of those people that I'm not a massive fan of the character, but the figure's really good. It is. So, yes. And obviously, the the 1999 version of Jar Jar doesn't really hold up against some of the more modern figures, and you can't really have an episode one display without Jar Jar. So get the updated version and it's pretty good it is a pretty good figure as well it doesn't have i mean it, you going back to the articulation thing um it doesn't have um hinged shoulders so you can't get him in, in as many poses as i'd probably have liked to um as i said below the waist please yourselves because he's just going to stand on the <laughs> shelf but I, w- I, w- I would like him to have a little bit of movement in the upper body so that he can you know move around and do some of those wacky poses that he does in the film but good figure, and um, I quite like the weapon he comes with as well. Again, <laughs> rocket firing missiles and huge backpacks, but I'm all for it. So yeah. But this is figure. this is also the movie heroes line, so this isn't the line that you would expect necessarily to see articulation. No, but exactly. Isn't this the same? This is the same figure that's getting reissued in the vintage collection, though, isn't it? I think oh, the vintage collection right, yeah. is a rather different. Well, uh, I think it's a slightly different figure. Think it is. I'll have to see that in person then. But yeah, yeah I, I just couldn't. I'm, I'm, I'm suffering from a sort of a new figure drought at the minute. So it was the <laughs> newest thing that I found on the shelf, so I picked it up, and it was cheap. So. Sith um, Lord's just a big cheap person. There you go, folks. Buy him I something. Am. I'm a big cheap person. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you buy? You bought some other um, movie heroes. I picked, yeah, I picked up the the Queen Amidala figure from the uh, from the movie Heroes line as well, like which that. again is. Yeah, it is. It's not a bad figure. I mean, it doesn't. It's not that much different from the original 1999 version, but again, it comes with one of these rocket firing jetpack thingies, and it's an updated version of an older figure, so it went in my collection, and I quite like it. So it's, it's a brand new sculpt, though. Yeah, it's a brand that new sculpt. The only the only thing I would say is that it's just a little bit too shiny for my liking. Yeah, that's what I thought. I tried reviewing it the other day and holding it up in front of the camera and you just got this like massive amount of glare off the uniform. I was like, oh, this isn't really going to work. Yeah, that's Shiny the only, thing. you know, t- yeah, to me that's the only thing that's wrong with it. But it's it's yeah. it's it's a good figure. And then uh, obviously, because I, I managed to pick up um, of the uh, of the six new ones, I managed to pick up all but Jar Jar. So I managed to get the uh, the light up. Um, Sabers. And- Obi-Wan, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're really good. They are really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, you know, and I think the kids, the kids will love those. Yeah, I love those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just a big kid. Uh, we all are. Aren't we all? Yeah. Yeah, we like toys for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. James, sorry, you were in the middle of talking about uh, some of the uh, the movie heroes and the lightsabers and stuff that you bought. Where we're here, and just I know you've got a few other things, Steve, but um, what else have you bought recently? Other figures or other Star Wars stuff? 
Anything you've bought? Uh, me, I've managed. Yeah, I've managed to get those um, first few movie heroes figures. Um, I've managed to. I think I've somebody's managed to get me waves three and four of the vintage collection in the US, which is great. So I'm looking forward to getting those. Nice. Um, what else have I got? I've, uh, hmm, some Lego. Managed to get some uh, finish off my Star Wars Lego. I spent uh, spent some time at, at at Legoland recently, so I was able to uh, finish off the uh, Lego that I was missing. There was a couple of sets that I was missing, so I got those. And I'll tell you what I have been doing recently, which is very unlike me, but will please Mark know in seeing as he got me into it, is um, I've managed to get series five, six, and seven of Galaxy. The, uh, the tops cards so oh, i managed to get those as well as uh finishing off the uh the tops sticker album the new sticker album which is great and also um the movie force attacks cards if that makes sense i don't awesome. know if people know yeah, about yeah. those basically in yeah in germany they released these uh these what was supposedly season three of or series three of the movie hero cards but they're not they are the first uh, set of a movie version card of the uh, of the Force Attacks, and they were so popular in Germany that they decided to rush release it over here. And you know, tops over here have completely sold out. So what you see out there on the, on the shelves is literally it. Um, and a series three of Force Attacks from the Clone Wars will be available in the UK in July August as well. So uh, that's you know. So yeah, I've been doing quite a lot of card collecting recently, which. Uh, is a, an interesting change for me. Mm. There, I love the album that, that comes with the Force Attacks. It's a nice, cool little pocket. It actually fits the um, Battle Galactic Battle Game cards and other bits and pieces. So it's a cool little thing, actually. Yep. Really good. Uh, it, Mark, is, it is. Yeah. What about you, Mark? Anything you've bought recently? If you're books, anything, Star Wars? Or... Oh, blimey, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Where do I start? Okay. Um, right, I'm, I'm sitting at, at my desk and I'm actually looking at stuff right now. So I'll, <laughs> I'll start and stop me when I get boring. I've, I've recently got... Um, I'm, paperback i've got vortex red harvest and millennium falcon which i'm looking forward to reading darth plagueis which i am just about to get started on this afternoon uh some old classic old audio stuff i managed to get ambush at corellia heir to the empire dark force rising and dark apprentice and truce of bakura all on cassette does anybody still have a cassette player if they do can you sell me one please Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i've got i'm just looking across the room i've got the old this is going back a bit the battle at sarlacc pit game from parker brothers back in 1983 when Jedi came out, it's a, it's a cool. really cool-looking box. I managed to pick that up at Memorabilia uh, last month. The old, uh, the well, old, it's the issue one. It's the huge sort of summer specials, the original Star Wars comic that Marvel released back in 77, which is absolutely sort of super-sized thing. Very, very cool. Re-release of Episode 1 Phantom Menace soundtrack with the new 3D poster on the front, which I was really pleased to get my hands on. Um, blimey, what else have I got? I've got loads of stuff. Um... Oh, yes, listen to Cuddly the... Cuddly toy, the, microwave. Cuddly yeah. toy. Listen, this was from my wife, <laughs> our 40th wedding... Uh, 40th wedding? My, my, our 40th? <laughs> second wedding anniversary. She'll probably get something cool for me. Here we go. 900 years old, you reach, look as good, you are not. Yeah, she tells me that every day. And that is a little key ring, uh, uh, Phantom Menace key ring. The guys at uh, Kickstarter, they did the Tatooine, the watches for the uh, for the project yes, over at yes, yes, yes. those guys. It's the Lars Homestead. I managed to get the watch, which I'm very, very pleased with. 
Um, cool. Oh, now I'm getting really random now. I've got a flyer to advertise Empire Strikes Back coming out on video back in 1984. So I'm very, very pleased with that. But then again, I'm very, very pleased with everything. <laughs> and I've got quite a few figures as well. Um, that we're, Obviously, you guys have just been talking about some of the Phantom Menace wave of the um, vintage collection. I've got Wedge, I've got Leia with, the, with all the clunky articulation and half a dozen other figures that are just out of reach that if I try and reach them, I'll pull my USB cable out and I really don't want to do that because it hurts. And, and there's lots of other little bits as well. Oh, uh, Bonnie Burton's <laughs> Star Wars craft book I've got recently. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, uh, Galaxy 7, as James has just mentioned, which is fantastic. And I've got all the chase cards as well. And I think that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that, that'll do. Yeah. We'll just speak about that. And that was just yesterday. Yeah. And that was just yesterday, no? <laughs> yeah, it was just yesterday. Yeah, it's a busy day. Uh, <laughs> I... I Settler, you had a couple of links you wanted to. That was an amazing rundown. Yeah. Some amazing things in there. Flyers <laughs> for videos and cassettes. And, Give me five minutes. I'm um, yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> stunning. Absolutely stunning. You're very retro, I have to say, but very I cool. Yeah. Um, some cool stuff there. Settler, sorry, I, I did cut you off a little bit earlier on. You had a couple of things you wanted to mention that we missed out in the news. Yep, 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 yep. Did you know it? Um, yep. Last chance for Dinner with the Stars tickets. Um, I'm lucky enough to have been quite you know heavily involved with all this kind of stuff um neil Lewis has organized such a fantastic event um obviously the star wars fan fun day and then there's the charity dinner beforehand um on the 6th of may um and there are only i think about eight or ten something like that tickets available left for the dinner event on the 6th of may um there are a ton of details over on my facebook page if you want to check it out but i can't stress to you enough how awesome this event's going to be um, and I've included a link to um, an eBay listing for a couple of tickets. Um, they're £35 each, and if you want more info, then email starwarsfanfunday at aol.com because it's going to be a fantastic event. And I believe, Steve, that you're going to be writing a report for us for Jedi News. I am. No, I'm indeed, I'll be, I'll be attending hey. both events. I'll be doing the di- I'm attending the dinner, and I'll be attending the Fan Fun Day as well, and holding Brilliant. a stall, displaying Brilliant. bits and pieces, which Brilliant. ties into another thing I wanted to mention. Um, again, I've included a link um, in the show notes, but there is a, well, we've been working, myself and my dad have been working on another scratch-built replica piece, um, which is a clone trooper lid this time, um, and we're doing it up a in lid? the, yeah, a helmet. Helmet. Um, oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> and, uh, like, a, like a lid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, just a, it's just a cookie jar a lid. lid. It's nothing, nothing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've, we've found a really cheap... Um, voice changer helmet on eBay um, and my dad being the sort of prop replica model making chap that he is um, purchased it and he's been working on it for a couple of months now um, modifying it up um, and basically turning it into a into a replica rather than a, a toy um, and we'll be doing it up with well we've started work on it and we'll be doing it up in the the deco of the wolf pack from cool. Clone Wars um, and we've oh, got a vinyl decal so... stuck on the front of it, and we'll be painting it up and everything, and we're going to be raffling it off um, at the Star Wars Fan Fund Day um, for Macmillan Cancer Support, um, and we'll be selling raffle tickets at the event, so come along to my table and uh, purchase the tickets. It's for a good cause. And Jedi News will also be supplying Steve with a couple of other prizes to give away as part of that raffle as well. Yes. How's that? There That's pretty cool. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Pleasure. Well, you got it. I mean, even when you say Dinner with the Stars, Steve, I think you should really just change the EB auction to Dinner with Sith Lord 229, because quite frankly, you're the biggest star around. So I don't there know. You go. I don't so, know. Uh, David Pouch is going to be there, so yeah. <laughs> I, I might, I might <laughs> he may force choke you. Yeah, I might face a bit of competition there. <laughs> 
Get on you. That's a very good worthy cause. And um, yes, hurry up and go and buy a ticket because that sounds awesome. Dinner with Greedo, Darth Vader, Seth Lord 229, and lots of freebies and things you could also get as well from uh, some of this stuff. So the Wolfpack raffle. That sounds fab. Uh, even if it was a lid, I think a Wolfpack <laughs> lid would still be um, still be cool. Um, okay, toys. Just a few things. We were very fortunate uh, again. It's kind of weird how sometimes Hasbro the figures arrive. I think it was last year. Uh, for some reason, one of the waves of the uh, um, uh, vintage collection arrived here in America was just in drought, and uh, it, I, I, we seem to have caught up a little bit. And um, the vintage collection has uh, landed here uh, last week. The Darth Malgus wave, uh, Darth Vader, Luke Hoth outfit, the Imperial Navy Commander, uh, Anakin Skywalker as well, and they're all pretty good figures. So uh, we've uh, chipped up some reviews, and there's a few more. We just get Anakin today, uh, but they're in stores over here. If you're hunting around for them, our Kmart's and Targets are where you want to go. Uh, they seem to be the location for some of the new stock. We're absolutely swimming in figures at the moment. Movie Heroes, Clone Wars, Fighter Pods. I went into a store last week in Target, and I've You'd think it was Christmas. I don't, I don't know what's going on at this time of year, but it's, um, I don't know. It's It was actually, there's more stock on shelves here now than there was when The Phantom Menace came out. So I'm not quite wow. sure what Hasbro's, I don't get it. I don't understand. You guys are take it or not the same or? Well, how much do you pay for a figure? In, Shell. In Down Under. We're, uh, prices have actually bizarrely came down. They're now down to $15. And uh, how, that's our kind of normal price. And how does that equate in terms of pounds? That's uh, fifteen dollars is roughly about uh, ten British pounds, I think. So it's pretty much the same. Let me just not have a quick. We were paying like between seven yeah, and ten, but... so yeah, it's not far off. Because we haven't had this wave yet. We haven't had this wave hit in the UK no. just I've yet. Heard, I've heard a horrible rumor that some of the waves have been cancelled over here in the UK. That rumor has uh, started circulating this week. Yes. Yeah. Why would they do that? It is just a rumor, though. Well, look, if any... so... Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I'm well, looking I had... for some, some. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna say confirmation would be nice because uh, I was really looking forward to this wave. <laughs> I think we all. Well, I don't, I don't quite understand. I mean, yeah, I know we all are. It's a, a particularly good wave. Very much collector focused. Malgus is oh, definitely yeah. one, which is uh, is the the. Uh, well, you'd think he was hard to find, but a good friend of mine, Darth Connor, was around all the Kmart's and Targets he could find, and. He swears he can see these things on the shelves. Uh, so much so that, in fact, they were discarded around the floor. You know, if you go to Toys R Us, he's like, oh, there's a Malgus. <laughs> so, um, yeah, <laughs> just look on the floor. This is a great thing. It's a little yeah. tip if you don't know. I'm sure you guys do. But, yeah, okay, you know that all the fanboys know. You look on the floor because the kids chuck them on the floor. Or you look so. on the Barbie aisle and behind all the tons of Barbies where the absolutely hidden, hidden them behind it. Yeah, that's it. And hidden them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't. You don't hide these figures. You buy them immediately, that's for sure. But um, they're very, very cool. And another one today just uh, I've been hunting for for a while. A good friend of mine on YouTube, FX Friends, uh, who stays in Manila, managed to do a review of this a while ago. And I just drooled at this thing. And that is the Republic Attack Dropship. A very cool kind of um, uh, Clone Wars shuttle-like uh, mini-rig figure or deluxe vehicle set, whatever they call them these days. And um, he's really cool. It's very, very cool. There seems to be something that's going on. It's very similar to the Scuba Trooper figure, uh, which we reviewed recently. And I think Hasbro were taking some of these figures to a different factory to get done. The Scuba Trooper was a very dodgy, creamy white for clone. Mm. And the plastic feels very different. And again, the paintwork is that kind of mild stroke-like, you know, um, 
really badly applied everywhere. And um, so I don't know, something's going on with Hasbro. They're definitely looking at different sources, I think. Probably similar, I think, if you guys remember, I'm sure you do, when Indiana Jones came out uh, a few years ago and the quality was just not quite there and it was a different factory they were using. So yeah, something's afoot with Hasbro, I'm sure we, we can tell. But, well, um, I mean, the issue is, and people people don't necessarily know this, there isn't millions of factories actually that produce action figures. Yeah, so there's only half a dozen factories, and if you look at all of the people that are currently producing figures, the number of figures that are being produced in terms of from all the different franchises has actually gone up, um, which is crazy. So you've still got you know you've got this half a dozen factories around the world producing all these figures for everyone. So sometimes you know the molds get moved around, and people are making different figures. So that's why mm. you do get these things. That's true. That's crop true. Up. So it happens from time to time. Feelings. That's true. I think Lego seem to be doing the same. There's a few we help out run some of the uh, sites for uh, Brickset.com and yes. the uh, uh, Hugh, the guy that runs it there, was saying to me a while ago as well, just the more and more Chinese Lego factories are, are producing some of the stuff rather than at Billund. Correct. In Denmark, which is, I, yeah, I, I didn't quite notice it myself but at first, but the more he pointed out, I thought, oh. You yeah, go and right. have a look it's, at some of the uh, Ninjago stuff from last year and some of the uh, yeah, key rings definitely. and magnets. You'll definitely see the difference. Fortunately, um, they seem to be going back to Billund or they're improving uh, what's coming out of the other factories because uh, the quality seems to have gone up again a lot this year, which is great news. Yeah, back to basics. But uh, the one which I really noticed the most was the blurry of the uh, Padawan Menace. And, yes. uh, the, the little mini hand solo that came yep. in, that was definitely the quality. You could, you could see it a mile away, but Look, I think that wraps us up with the stuff we have in the show notes, but um, Mark, Steve, James, anything you want to add, talk about? The only other thing I would uh, like to mention is um, uh, obviously you must go to the uh, Star Wars Fan Fun Day, but um, if you're able to, (laughs) uh, the day before, well, actually two days before, um, there is a very, very special event that we, Jedi News, is the media partner for, which is the Elstree Empire Day. And this is actually being held at Elstree Studios, which is pretty amazing in itself. So if you if you want yeah. to go to this event, um, confirm guests uh, so far: Gary Kurtz, Dave Prowse, Kenny Baker, you know Norman Reynolds, Peter Taylor, you know lots of lots of others. And it's going to be an amazing time. But it means that fans are going to be able to go to Elstree Studios for the first time. So this is where the original trilogy was first filmed, although part of it is now Tesco's. Um, but also remember, and um, you know, people seem to forget this, that every one of the prequel films, uh, at least one scene was also shot here as well. And in fact, the final ever shot that was filmed for the prequels, which was Yoda walking across the floor for Re- Revenge of the Sith, that was actually Warwick Davis, and that was actually filmed on the George Lucas soundstage uh, at Elstree Studios. So um, come down. It's going to be an amazing day. It is only a day's event. Uh, you'll get an amazing rare chance to uh, to see the studios um, and be be there. For me, I actually got that chance a few years ago when the um, a musical journey first came. And I was very, very lucky. I was invited to go and watch them rehearse. So there I was. I, I pulled up on a Sunday morning and I was taken into the George Lucas soundstage. And I've got this orchestra with Anthony Daniels and all the Star Wars music. And it was just one of the most 
amazing moments of my life. There I am on the Star Wars, the George Lucas soundstage, listening to Star Wars music and seeing them reflect <laughs> the show. And, I, you know, my heart was just in my mouth. It was just unbelievable. Really, really was unbelievable. Nice. So, um, very nice. It means that you get a chance to go and, you know, to go to Elstree Studios. So, um, there'll also be some amazing artifacts from the uh, Kurtz Joyner archive that have never been seen before. So I really recommend people uh, trying to get get down to London and uh, be part of that if you can. I'm jumping on a bus right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe take me a while, but I'll get there. Good to know. Good to know. Mark, uh, Sith Lord, anything you want to plug or anyone you want to shout out to or anything? Um. Um. I think I'm pretty much covering everything. Oh. I mean, um, cu- uh, linking back to what James was saying about um, the Elstree Day, there's actually a chap um, who runs a website um, known as the Star Wars Autograph Collection. Um, he goes by the name Frank, and he's actually doing sort of a a UK convention tour, as it were. Um, and he's and he's coming down for not only um, the Elstree Day, but he's coming down for the Dinner for the Stars event. And he's also coming down for the Star Wars Fan Fun Day, and he's doing Invasion in Dublin as well, um, oh, wow. which is just like you know. That's I, I was chatting to him the other day about it. I was like, I wish I could do that, dude. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's just that's going to be like awesome, and and I'll be meeting up with him at the at the dinner and at the Star Wars Fan Fun Day, and uh, hopefully we'll maybe be able to shoot a few videos and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, tons to look forward to in the next couple of months. Going to be uh, really good. And then we've got the tea party Excellent. in August. And the tea party. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. I think another uh, completely just random thing, but I think it's a big thing for us is uh, both Australia and the UK uh, get we get the Avengers before the US, which yes. can afford me actually. I take it you guys will probably go and see it. Yes, yes. yes. I thought so. Um, so we're off on Wednesday. I think you guys are the next day, and yeah. then poor guys in the US have got to wait for another week. So. Um, it's a kind of rare occurrence, but uh, I was very happy at that. So um, there you go. The the balance is in the force. Sometimes the guys in the US get some things, but we get it early too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, cool. I think that's pretty much us. Look, just a, a big thank you to uh, both Mark and James. Very nice to finally meet you yep. and um, get to Likewise. say hello and um, hear all your links. Good debates on there, guys. There's some <laughs> interesting stuff. Hopefully get you back on one day in the future. And um Look, just shout out to where you want people to go to your website, obviously, but um, I think you guys are on Twitter as well, aren't you? We yeah. are. We Go on, <laughs> No, no. Yes. Stereo? Uh, well, no, let's let, I should know this off heart now. Now, on Twitter, we would be at uh, Jedi News UK. Uh, James would be on at Planet Burns. I would be on Jedi News 2010. So if you want to rub it to us, we're always there, ready to talk. Uh, uk is the website. We're also out there on Facebook. And my brain's gone to sleep, James. What are we on Facebook? We are just Jedi News. There you go. That was easy. Uh, and obviously, James has got things coming up uh, in the podcast world, which I will let him tell you about right now. It's all gone quiet. Um, yeah, <laughs> podcast world. Um, <laughs> we are... Um, <laughs> um, as I said earlier in the show, um, Dan and I will be back sometime in May, 
And um, we've got some big announcements and some big things happening, which uh, I can't wait to share with everyone. And um, uh, it'll be good to be back, uh, be back in the saddle, as it were, and uh, have our own show again. So uh, we're very <laughs> much the pony reference, James. We've moved on. From I know, I know. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> Enough of the horses. Yeah. That's what the internet is for. I never said that. Um, <laughs> no, it's very busy Thank leading you, up to the really tea party. To join. We've got a lot going on leading up to the tea party. We so. have, we have, yeah. and um, we we also. So we'll, um, we're working on having a presence at the tea party as well. So for all those UK fans that are listening and uh, want, well, from anywhere really, that want to uh, catch up with Mark and I and uh, some of our, um, well, Justin and other people from the uh, from Jedi News, you'll, you will be able to catch us at Celebration as well. And uh, we'll have news about that between now and the tea party. So uh yeah, keep checking in on that. But uh, yeah, lots of exciting stuff, including a very, very limited edition Jedi News patch. Mm. 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 Yeah, cool. We must give a quick shout out. Before, we go, before we go, we must give a quick shout out to James just mentioned him by his Christian name, Justin Salato. He's the new, the new guy that's helping us out on Jedi News. He's an absolute diamond. He's so, so much fun to work with. He's always on Twitter. Uh, talking about Star Wars and Celebration and uh, all, as we know, at the Tea Party and, and Jedi News and everything else and the New York Jets. He's a fantastic fella. So, he so is, he is. he's the new guy on our team and we couldn't be happier. Awesome. Okay. Sounds good. Mr. Sith Lord 229, uh, the punters can find you on a little channel on YouTube, can they not? Yes, they can. YouTube.com slash Sith Lord 229. And on thy blog? Yes, uh, sithlaw229.blogspot.com. I'm also on Facebook at facebook.com slash sithlaw229. And I'm on Twitter, but I'm under the <laughs> sithlaw229 because some cheeky bugger nicked my handle. <laughs> so I had to change it. I couldn't just have sithlaw229. I had to have the sithlaw229. So but you like, are the, you the sithlaw. It's definitive yeah. you are the sithlaw. <laughs> Absolutely. The one and only. Too many bloody sithlords, is it? Yes. Exactly. There's got to be one. Well, no, apparently Luke, not. thank you yet again. There are. Always two. Go, go, go. Yeah, say. always two. Always two. You've got an apprentice out there, sir. Uh, great fun talking to you guys. I could, I could stay here on all night. This is about an hour and 50 minutes, but I think I could stay here on it. Thank you. Great fun, and uh, we'll see you again in the future. And thank you to uh, Sith Lord, as usual, uh, my fellow boarding co-host. And uh, I'm FlyGuy from FlyGuy.net, and you can find... All their links there. So it's a good night from me and uh, uh, clean up your horse manure and from you chaps. It's good night from him. <laughs> good night. Au revoir. <laughs>